Hi, I'm Revel, and I'm in Southern California. And I'm Lucy from Hazy Hot and Humid, Maryland. And you are listening to Rockin' Radio. Well, some of you might notice there's a different voice with me today and a different name. And for anybody who's on rawfoodtalk.com, this would be Lucy or a vegan for health. Life. Life. Vegan for, <laughs> vegan life. for life. I can never get the name right. Well, but I know you're to. I know you're doing this for your health, so that's why right. I keep thinking exactly. that, but life and health are the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for jumping in. Well, thanks for letting me jump in. Oh, you're welcome. Lisa, uh, Alyssa's out gallivanting. When's the last time you heard that name, that word? I don't even think Bo knows what that means. Gallivanting. Gallivanting. My mother, do. <laughs> my mother used to say that. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Don't be gallivanting around. My mom probably still thinks I'm gallivanting. Yeah, mine doesn't. No. <laughs> mine doesn't no. think much of anything right now. <laughs> oh, God. So let, let's get to know Lucy a bit. Uh, a lot of people here are listening, and they do not belong to rawfoodtalk.com, and they don't hang out there and stuff because we are on iTunes and various other places. So how did you get into raw foods? You are a raw foodist, yeah? Yes, I am. And you've been doing this how long? A year now, a year in July. One year? Yep, one year. Um, I have been vegetarian for 26 years, mm-hmm. vegan for the past two, and... Uh, my son, his girlfriend, my mom, and I were having a, a birthday celebration dinner, and he told me about raw vegans. And I looked to his girlfriend, and we kind of chuckled and said, oh, what would they eat, carrots and celery sticks? And we had a good laugh over that. I had never heard of a raw vegan. Mm-hmm. He told me about an article in the Baltimore City paper, which I read, and it got my curiosity up. And Alyssa's, Alyssa Cohen's, website had been given to me months prior to that, and I I bookmarked it. My local health food store lady told me about it, and she said, yeah, you you need to see about this lady. She makes foods out of dates. She uses a lot of dates, and I'm thinking, oh, that sounds real interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Was that being sarcastic? Like, yeah, that sounds real interesting. (laughs) No, she was serious. Yeah, but I mean, how was your response? Was that sarcastic? Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, mm, that doesn't sound real appetizing. (laughs) So I had bookmarked her site before we had this birthday celebration, and I went back to it, and I read, and I read, and I started reading more, and I... The more I read, the more it was making sense and the testimonials and how people were healing. And now, what were you reading? You were reading her site then, right? You yeah. You hadn't gotten the book yet. No, I okay. hadn't gotten the book. So her site is AlyssaCohen.com, A-L-I-S-S-A.com, AlyssaCohen.com, right. one L, two S's. Okay. Right. And the more I read, the more I figured, well... You know, I'm going to give this a try. I had health issues. I have had migraines for my entire life. I'm 53 years old. I can never, ever remember not having migraines. Um, they were getting progressively worse. At least once a week, I would, I'd be put down in bed with a, a horrible migraine. 
Plus, I was diagnosed six years prior with a non-functioning thyroid. So I, after I read every word on her website, I ordered her book and DVD. It came within a few days. I stayed up. I read the book. I highlighted different parts of the book. The next night, I stayed up, watched the DVD, and I was ready. I was ready to jump in and... You know, I wanted to make all these dishes, and I I didn't have anything sprouted, so I started eating simply, just cutting out all the processed foods. I cleared out my cupboards, and just the rest is history. I have been 100% raw since, and I will never go back to eating because I have not had one migraine this entire year. My thyroid has completely healed itself. And I guess I'm just too scared to go back to eating that way. I feel too good right now. Yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't you uh, eliminate some excess weight, too? Yes, I dropped about 45 pounds. And that, it was secondary. Um, if if it meant healing myself of these two illnesses and being heavy, that would have been fine, too. But the weight did come off. Um, okay which is an extra added plus, and I'll take it. Yeah, I've seen your pictures. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was a pretty good transformation. I I can't tell a whole bunch, but everybody that sees them, they're amazed. Yeah, there's there's a major difference there. And and how much exercise have you been doing? I mean, do you really go out and walk, or is there anything special you do as far as exercise? Well, I don't do a tremendous amount. I try to vary it. Um, I've done... A lot of uh, different type karate-type exercises, ken, kenpo. Um, I, I do walk a lot of stairs. I park my car far away. You know, I, I consciously try to get up and move every day and do something. Um, at work, I stand a lot, even if it's following, sorting papers, whatever. I try not to sit. Um, and I think, too, it's a lot of the the energy that's inside of me, the the feel good that I have now. I'm, I'm so full of life right now, and I feel better than I did at 23 years of age. Were you were you doing much in the way of movement before you uh, went on the raw food program? Yes, I I did, and it, it was such an effort. And it just there was days that I couldn't because of my my headaches, and you know that was very frustrating too. So it was like a a hopeless circle I was in. I you know I just couldn't do as well as I wanted to mm-hmm. and now I have the energy and, and want to and enjoy it and it, it's not an effort so what 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 did you go through for detox any problems actually I I didn't but looking back on it I, I probably did um, it was an easy transition having been vegetarian and vegan and it it I'm sure I, I did detox, though, because a lot of the vegetarian foods I consider now as fast food, vegetarian foods. They're loaded with sodium, and, you know, and it, it's a big money-making business, um, processing these frozen so-called good vegetarian foods, and it, they're not. It's huge. It's yeah, a they're huge not business. that good for you. Yeah, and even in um, California here, we've got a fast food outlet Vegetarian fast food outlets—the only one I know that has a drive-through. Oh wow! Yeah, 
But their their food is so extremely salty. And for those of you who don't know, when you buy something that says low fat, you can expect high sodium. So if you ever wonder why you're holding excess water, it's because you're eating fast foods, and fast foods have a ton of a, a ton. I, I tell myself I would never say that. It has a lot of salt. Yeah. A lot of salt. And at one point when I was vegetarian, I was eating a lot of those cup of soups. It was so easy. You heat yeah. the water and you pour it in. Boy, when my, my uh, period came around, oh, my God, I was in such pain because I was so bloated. Aww. Everything hurt. My breasts hurt. Everything. And so if you're ever wondering why you're feeling all bloated and stuff, check the contents of your food for those of you who are not raw yet. And right. just consider... Uh, how how great it is just to eat fresh fruits and vegetables. Right. And I noticed that, too. I, You know, my ankles were swollen, where socks would make indentations on them, and just it, it was a bloated feeling. Yeah. And I was fooling myself, thinking, oh, well, I'm, I'm vegetarian, now I'm vegan, I'm eating well. I was not eating well. <laughs> no, nope. no. And it's not just the cooked foods. It's the prepared foods. It's pre-prepared right. foods yep. that are really doing it. Right. Um, yeah. So, what about uh, menopause? Are you uh, approaching that? Have gone through it? Into it? Well, I think I've slip slided through it, and I'm doing okay with it. Prior to going raw, um, I have had different signs of it, um, and that's strange too. That's how my thyroid was diagnosed. My gynecologist was pressing on my neck from behind, and she made me cough. And I, I turned around, I gave her a look, thinking, oh, great. You know, she hasn't even gotten into the exam, and she's that rough with my neck. <laughs> I can imagine what the rest of the exam is going to be like. And uh, she felt something and, and said it was goiter. And I thought, what is that? I've heard that. That's like an old people thing. Mm-hmm. And that led to my diagnosis of my thyroid condition, hypothyroid. And I did go to a specialist those six years who... Uh, had me on medication starting at the lowest dose, and I went up to, I, I'm sure, the highest dose and in between, and he could not get it regulated. Within two months of going raw, my numbers were, I don't know whether they drop or they're high, which the numbers, I can't remember. <laughs> Whatever they were supposed to do, yeah. <laughs> they changed. <laughs> numbers and I don't get along, so I, I had this mental block that, you know, I don't like numbers, so... They were, they were doing what they should be doing. And he was amazed. He would ask me, okay, what medications are you taking? Well, yours, Doc. Yours is the only one. Okay, well, what foods are you eating? I, uh, just fruits and vegetables. Oh, no, no, the foods don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> so that went on for uh, the next few times I went to visit. I would go every couple months. He'd lower my medicine, then I'd go back, have blood work done, and then go see him same questions until it got to the point where he couldn't lower my medications much lower and I asked him how about if and this was after six years and after being I'd say 11 months raw I asked him how about if we if you take me totally off if I don't take any medication because I really think you're reading my medication you're, you're just reading that because I I feel good not felt this good. How about if you take me off, I come back in two months and read me again? His reply was, what? After he picked his jaw up off the floor? I said, well, yeah, I think you're reading my medication. 
and he did agree to it. Two months later, I went back to him. I had completely reversed to hyperthyroid, which, once again, he was just reading the medication. And he took me off the meds, and that's it. He said, I don't have any need to come back and see him, and that works for me. Excellent. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. Hi, this is Revel. Welcome back to Rockin' Radio. Please take the time to check out my websites, revelations.com, with two V's and two L's, where you can sign up for my sometimes weekly revelations. Find out about my teleclasses or my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and Smoothies and Smoothies for Life. And also books I recommend from Amazon and more. To find my podcasts, including this one, you can go to revel.com that's r-e two v's as in victory e-l-l dot com we are also looking at another site where we will be listing where we will be listing all the places you can find raw retreats other raw happenings products i and maybe others recommend best raw sites around and more uh, check out myspace.com slash rockin radio that's r-a-w-k-i-n rockin radio and we have, I've actually got four profiles up on MySpace, including Rock and Radio. I've got both of my books have their own profile. Isn't that cute? <laughs> <laughs> Do you turn them sideways so they have their profile? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of them is getting a lot of hits, but is getting spammed like crazy. It's like, why that one? No, like, none of the other three are getting spammed, just that one. Hmm. So now that you're healthy... Do you go out much? Do you go out to eat and stuff? And if if so, what do you do about, um, what, what does your mother say? I mean, she's not raw, is she? <laughs> no, my mom. No, she's not raw. But my mom's been amazed, and, and bless her heart, she's been my guinea pig through a lot of this. I would fix something, and I'd want to share it with someone, so I'd, I'd run something up by her. And, and she's amazed that there is nothing that I don't eat. Um, I eat more of a variety now than I ever did before. And when I do go out, um, there's always a salad that you can get. I have been known to whip out a, um, an avocado out of my backpack and my own dressing and olives and, you know, throw together a huge big salad that everybody's like leaning towards my plate going, ooh, what's that? That looks really good as they're getting ready to chomp down on their little critters laying on their plates and, um, or I eat before I go. I have found, too, that that's a, a good thing to do if you know there's not going to be anything there that's going to be raw. That And, and that's perfectly acceptable. A lot of times um, it's a social visit more than eating. 
Um, I think we're so geared into eating. Um, my cousin's wedding this past May, I had asked, you know, how how's that all going to work? Because I, I forget what they were having, some kind of animal something. And she said, well, we'll fix you up. And, and the same thing, I brought some avocado and dressing and olives, and it, it turned out fine. No one frowned upon it. And, you know, I, I did not tell folks when I started my journey. And, you know, I, I guess I wanted to see if this was going to work, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it did, and people started seeing, and, and they asked questions. And I'm very glad to offer information about it. Yeah, I, I, I read a lot about how people draw all this negativity around it, and I guess if you're used to being around people who drink and who tend to go to places where they serve a lot of meat and you come from that environment would be one thing. But if people already know you as a vegetarian, at least they don't raise their eyebrows, don't raise as much, I guess. Right. But it's it's inf- constantly a, a interesting to me how people think eating fruits and vegetables, seeds and nuts, the things that were put here for us to eat. Is, is a bad thing to do, like health food. Well, um, should I be eating sick food? Right. It's very weird. It's yeah. very weird for me, but this is constantly coming up on the boards about what do I eat, how can I eat, and Alyssa and I have answered this, and I wanted your uh, ideas on this. And I went to my mother's funeral about a year ago, and um, we went out for for uh, food afterwards with my relatives and former neighbors who are all out of shape and very, very poor, sickly. And they saw what I ate, and they actually comment. Now, these are people who are in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and they were looking at what I was eating and telling me, you know, I think we need to change our food program. We need to do something different. We need right. to eat like what you're eating. And that shocked me. I was like, wow. and so when people say how their people, you know, how people around them react, I say, I don't get that. Right. Now, I think it's because I think it's my mindset about who I am and how I'm settled into who I am and what I do, whatever that is. Mm-hmm that I don't draw that. Right. And I think that's that's something people need to look at because if you're very, if you've got low self-esteem or you're very uncomfortable about what you're doing or you're defensive about it, I think you're going to get that kind of energy, drawing that kind of energy to you. Somebody will give you the offense to be defensive. Right. Definitely. I agree. Um, and I think, too, once you start feeling better and start showing that and have that energy and and it starts em- emitting out to other people, their, their curiosity is going to get up. And I know children. I have a little two-year-old granddaughter who loves green smoothies. And, I mean, that's kind of my... I don't know what I'm known for on the board. <laughs> my my two words. I know, you know, and I think folks are getting a little tired of it, but I so push these because they are miraculous drinks that are prepared and ready and broken down, and your body can assimilate them quicker, and it's an easy fix. That's something you can drink before you go out to eat, and you'll be filled up. And you can nibble at a salad then if, if you want to be sociable that way. Sure. 
but my you know my little granddaughter Dana, she loves them, and I I love seeing her drink them. And and the older boys, they've tried them, and they're like, yeah, they're okay, Nana. And then they hand it back real quick, and they go off. And you know, I I just think it just makes sense. This whole diet lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, it just makes sense. The mm-hmm. fruits are here, the vegetables are here. We don't have you know mix burger trees you know we don't have fast food things that you can grab them off of we created that we created our diseases yeah exactly yeah exactly so what do you think do you drink water much i should be drinking more and i'm really making a conscious effort to do that Uh, i was told early on when i had the same questions that a lot of people ask on the board and I was told, now that you're a raw foodist, you're not going to have to drink that much. Well, I don't agree with that anymore. I think we have to drink just as much as before. It it helps with flushing the system. Our bodies are 70% water. We should replace what we sweat out, what we work off. It's very cleansing. Yeah, and if, so, you're, if you're eating dehydrated foods, especially in right. transition. Right. A lot of people are doing a lot of dehydrated foods and transitioning from wh- wherever they were to raw. And you definitely need to drink um, water. And if you're still drinking anything with caffeine, I don't care whether it's green tea or coffee, right. anything with caffeine in it, you need to drink more water because caffeine is a diuretic. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you, you, you had mentioned you had gotten Alyssa's book. Mm-hmm. Now, have you gotten any other books since then? So I have the just about every book that's out there just because when I make my mind up to do something, I don't do it without research. And honest to goodness, her book is the best one out there. It's full of information. It's full of recipes. I, I go back to her book a lot. The others, I, I like them. I like seeing the diversity out there, but Alyssa's is best. And she's not paying me to say this. I, this no, is, she, no, we're not. We don't get no. paid to do this show at all, actually. No. This is the honest-to-goodness truth that I I just I love the format of it. it. It's easy to read. And her DVD, watching that after reading the book, it was, it was like I was at one of her classes. It was excellent, seeing her in action, seeing her making the various foods. Wasn't it amazing how how easily she makes food and oh my gosh. she makes she shows you how how easy it is to to just create things right and now you don't do much in the way of quote unquote gourmet type stuff anymore right no I really don't I the winter time I seem to do a little bit more only because the fresh food is not available as as readily as it is now and and I'm outside a lot now and I I just don't have time to do it um so I try to keep it simple and I really try to tell folks in the beginning to keep it simple don't make it more difficult than it is yeah and if you're going to because part of the problem is people come from a certain mindset about how things should be they come from the mindset about this is a diet, meaning a lose weight program. Right. You will naturally lose or eliminate. I hate to say lose because when people lose something, they go looking for it again. It can be found. Yep. And it can be found and more. Right. Yes. And right. so I like to say eliminate it, get rid of it. Yep. And it is so simple to just stop 
thinking the way you used to th- well it's not easy to stop thinking the way you used to think right. but if you do that if you just focus on eating for health eating for your life right then Enjoying. you're going yeah 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 that that's where you find the difference look at and one of the things i noticed we, you know how people think that they're supposed to lose 30 pounds in 2 weeks right. you didn't put that 30 pounds on in 2 weeks exactly you're yep. certainly not going to lose it in 2 weeks right and the other thing is they they feel like they're eating so much first of all they're not the stuff you're eating is not as nutrient dense as some of the stuff you've been eating right so it's also going to go through you faster probably mhm and then once it goes through, you, you know, your body is craving those nutrients. Once you start sucking down those nutrients, the body's going, give me more, give me more, because it doesn't trust that it's going to keep on getting more. Exactly. And once it gets that into its thick little monkey mind, then it will back off and stop trying to get so much food into it. Right. Oh, I've noticed that. My portions have really gone down a lot. And oh, I- amazing. And I think, too, the green smoothies have helped with that, with cravings, too. Green smoothies are an excellent way to stop all the cravings. I, I was a alcoholic. When I first went to Sam's Club or wherever these places were, they had these bats or first I told my daughter to hook an ID up to me right then and there. I went down in the aisle, just hook me up to that thing. Okay, so we'll be back on this IV and chocolate in a moment. <laughs> You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockin', R-A-W-K-I-N, radio.com. This is Revel. We are back with Rockin' Radio. My guest co-host today is Lucy, vegan for life. Life, life, life. life. <laughs> vegan for life. <laughs> vegan for life. <laughs> Alyssa's out doing what she's got to do, and um, so we thought we'd get somebody in here, somebody different to chit-chat today. I hate. I, I don't like being a week without the show. I start getting emails, oh. and I don't like those kind of emails. Well, I like the fact that people are listening and that they're missing. Right. And so that's cool. So anyway, we've got a couple of emails here, which are kind of fun. And um, I know you and I are basically on the same same uh, wavelength as Alyssa, so our answers are probably going to be very similar to what she would say. Mm-hmm. But when uh, she comes back, hopefully next week, we'll, uh, we'll bring this up with her again. But anyway, I wanted to bring this one up. This was funny. Somebody emailed me and said... Um, uh, she said she was at this place at a restaurant. I'm not going to mention where it was. She told me where it was. But there is, it's, a, it's an Asian restaurant. It's got really nice Asian trees and dragons decorating the doors and windows. Very popular restaurant. Very happening. And she was there and looked at the big old sticker on the door and said, um, the ingredients served in the foods and beverages here cause cancers, birth defects, etc., etc. This is on the front door 
of a high-class restaurant in L.A. Wow. And you know what? It's a very popular place. Wow. It's a very popular place. It's like people with can you know the 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 uh, cigarettes right <laughs> there's a reason there's cancer this causes cancer hello i think actually they're just covering their booties when they put signs up like that because they know people are still going to eat it and, and they're still going to smoke and and maybe people are looking at that going oh that's not going to happen to me i can eat there oh yeah you know they're daring yeah they're looking at going what I've been eating here for years, wow. so I'm, I'm thinking it must be the MSG, but I can't imagine what else would be causing that. In the, right. Well, maybe in people Asian. are smoking inside of there, too. Oh, yowza. <laughs> yowza. So it's a double now, whammy. Have you ever had any problem with um, eating disorders at all? No. Nope, just not eating the right foods until now. No. Yeah, mine was the opposite of, of um, most people. Most people, um, their eating disorder is they eat a lot of foods... Or they eat foods for the wrong reason. Mm. And like if something goes wrong, then they start eating. If, so, if there's some emotional issue, they start eating. Right. And I've actually got two, uh, well, no, I've got one email here on that. Can you hear me fluttering the papers here as I look through them? And this one just came in this morning, and, and this is really cool. Uh, we are encouraged to eat what our bodies want. But what happens when you feel your body is satisfied and you still want more food, meaning emotionally and mentally speaking? Mm. And this is something I think I I started thinking about this, how people eat for what they call comfort. They eat what they call comfort foods. Right. And with raw, I don't see that as being a problem. This is something Alyssa and I sort of addressed last time that people with eating disorders tend to eat or overeat, and they will do that with raw. Instead of one slice, they'll eat half the pie. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned trust the process, and the person who emailed on that one sent me another email saying she doesn't want to eat half the pie. My 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 sense still is, and I don't know if you're, you're if you have anything on this, but my sense still is. Allow yourself to do that until your body says no. Right. That That's just a sense I have. I, I, mean, I could very well be wrong. This is not one of the things I am speaking of from personal experience. It is something that Alyssa can speak on from personal experience because she has dealt with these people. My my thing is about helping people get over their issues. Um Hers is about feed, you know, allowing them to feed until the issues are handled. But we all know that's not just about the food. And so the question is, um, perhaps you could speak a bit on how to deal with mental and emotional food cravings. Do you have anything, anything on that yourself? Well, I know that once your body is fed raw and living and healthy foods, I really think it plays a part in your overall emotions, your spiritual, your mental, and and that is very healing. Um, I don't know. I, I think it, it your body is not stressing trying to digest the, the fast foods and the, the cooked so-called foods, and I, I think it then has time to heal itself mentally, spiritually. Well, I think, too, because we're not suppressing our emotions with food, with the, with the heavier, denser cooked food, 
that the emotions are going to start coming up. And this is something I think I also talked about last week is about how people might consider doing some preparation work before they start eating raw. Because once you get into it and the stuff comes up, where do you go? What do you do? Because you haven't prepared for it. It's, it's preparing for life. Exactly. And you don't know what's going to come up. Right. And uh, the thing is that people have learned how to use food as comfort. This is something, um, I, I, you know, you could say it's in certain cultures like uh, t- Italians. Oh, you look so skinny. Eat, eat, eat. Right. But, but I have found that in every Irish, it doesn't matter, every culture. That's their answer to 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 um, to life. Food. Eat it. Exactly. Eat it. Stuff yep. yourself. Right. And we do that on what we call holidays. Oh, celebrations. Yeah, they celebrations. Stuff yeah. yourself. Save yourself all day until that turkey is done. Right. And then you pig out and you, you, you feel crappy for the next three days. What is the point? Exactly. Okay, yeah. so to address the question, <laughs> <laughs> how to deal with mental and emotional food cravings. You know what? I think you need to sit down and write. Yeah. You need to find out what is causing, what is it you need? Find out what your fear is. Um, one of the things uh, she said in this one, I'm still scared of eating too much, even if it's raw. Uh, this is, this. like I said again, this is what we talked about last month. If it's raw, eat it. Trust the process. Be conscious of having food available for you so you don't go out and get you know, stuff that's not good for you. It's not healthy for you. Don't go out. I mean, like, it's so easy now. One of the things for women is chocolate. And uh, I know for me, I, I was never much of a chocolate eater. I eat more chocolate as a raw person i mean like brownies and fudge and stuff and that's crazy because i had turned just the opposite i had said in the last segment that i i would have been hooked up to that big uh-huh. gallon bat but now i don't crave that as much oh give me a, a cherry give me a grape give me something that's got that good sugar in it now i, I do eat a fair share of chocolate i mean maybe once a month even but I, I have found comfort, if you will, in just grabbing something fresh and just eating it. And Well, that's one of the things I've been doing. I've been making a lot of stuff as far as chocolate goes, mm-hmm. and it sits. Wow. Because this is this something new for me. It's just I'm just playing with things now, and I, I never used to make anything are you, chocolate. Are you playing with your food? Always. Yeah, <laughs> you can play with green smoothies too. Yeah, I play with all of that, and sometimes I'll go in the kitchen and I'm—I feel like I'm craving a certain thing. And uh, my husband, not being raw, keeps pretzels in the house. That's a downfall. Bread is a downfall. Cheese is a downfall. Right. Aww. And he's got bagels up on the refrigerator along with the peanuts for the uh, squirrels. Wow. <laughs> and so I come in and I look at it and I'm like, okay. What is it I want with the pretzels? I want crunch. Mm-hmm. Where can I get crunch? Celery. Right. Celery is so crunchy. Add some almond butter. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. And that's not, you know, that, that's not the mental and emotional thing. A lot of times it's the, it's the monkey mind. You're not yeah. really hungry. Right. 
And we've been conditioned. We have been so conditioned our whole life to go with the processed foods. And, and it's just a matter of conditioning back to where we came from, mm-hmm. how we are meant to eat. Yeah. This is Earth's diet. It is, and I find it so much more fulfilling. Oh, golly, yeah. So I've been doing uh, celery and um, a lot of peaches. This is the time for Mm. the peaches, but sometimes you just want the crunch, so get some celery, get some carrots. Right. And just slice them up and add your own dressing, and, I mean, they'll take care of it. And I always, the other day, well, yesterday, actually, before... um, we did our aborted, <laughs> our <Right>. aborted show. <laughs> I had sliced up some uh, red bell peppers and uh, what else did I have? Red bell peppers, cucumbers, uh, threw some raw pistachios in there, and uh, I can't remember what else. It was like three or four different veggies. Mm. And oh, my God, it just sitting there, I got the crunch, I got the, the flavors, I got the colors. All, oh. all of those things are satisfying. Yep. And now that I mention that. I think that's part of what the people, the problem is with people, is taste. There are six tastes, and I won't remember all of them. Sweet, sour, salty, bitter, pungent, and something else. I always get at least five. Hmm. And if you put all of those into a meal, then you will be satisfied. Right. Because the the body needs to taste all these things. It needs all these tastes, and then it will be satisfied. It doesn't Mm -hmm. need them all at once, but it kind of helps. And the other thing is, oh, um, the other thing is we want to chew. Chew your food. I thought you said chew, but at first I thought you said do-do-do. I did say do-do-do. I was was thinking because I lost my train of thought because I'm looking at the time and we've got 30 seconds left. Oh, golly gee, it's already (laughs) over. Holy cow. But, yeah, I agree. you got to chew your food. I chew my smoothies before I swallow them. There you go. Yeah, you have to do it. Yep. Anyway, this is Revel, and I want to thank Miss Lucy for being with us today. And thank you so much. I'm honored. I, I loved it. It was fun. Thank you. You're very welcome. This is Revel. Remember to revel in life and always play with your food. Bye for now. Bye.